So we're all still reeling from the news. It's been a few days, but I haven't yet processed it. Uh, seeing that trailer, seeing the gameplay for the first time ever uh, after such a long wait. Uh, I know, Laura, you were there in the crowd when they finally said on stage Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like, what was it like being just part of that energy, that electric energy. It, it was such an experience going to E3 this year. Like, I turned up to the Ubisoft conference and they weren't going to let me in for reasons that I don't understand. And I had to sneak in, much like Jade from Beyond Good and Evil 2, that journalist that has to sneak into places. I picked up a box, walked in confidently, pretended I knew what I was doing and got in when I wasn't <laughs> meant to, get into the press conference... You know, they're coming up to the end of the show. They've not said anything about Beyond Good and Evil. And they're like, hey, we're going to get Michelle Ansel out in, in Eve's Guillermo. And we're going to we're gonna have one last announcement. It's a new IP, which is a weird way to describe Beyond Good and Evil, too. That doesn't seem like it would be a new IP. And they show the gameplay. And there's an awful lot more, uh, you know, skydiving. Than I picked yeah, it yeah. from the game. It's a it's a departure. It's a departure. I see why they they would call it a new IP. It's it's one of those situations, um, sort of almost like a Shadow of the Colossus to Ico, mm. where it's uh, it's more of a spiritual follow up. But yeah, I could like see a, among the snowboarding, they've still got the core tenets of of Ansel's philosophy yeah. down. And here's the thing: if it turns out that much like people on the internet have been telling me, and this isn't actually Beyond Good and Evil Two, if I have been misled, then it's fine because I did come to a realization this week: I am Beyond Good and Evil Two. It's already here. I am Beyond Good and Evil Two. This was the realization I came to this week. You am become Beyond I, Good I and Evil Two. I am become. I I am a journalist. I am yep. a woman. That's yeah. that's about all you need to be beyond good and evil too. I, I, <laughs> I snuck into Ubisoft when they didn't want me there, and they tried to keep me out and did not want to engage my in existence. Stealth. But I snuck in anyway and was like, "Ah, oh, look at me! I'm here, Ubisoft. Pay attention! I exist! I snuck in here." And yeah, we got to point out. I've got to point out that bit isn't a goof. Like we goof because obviously Beyond Good and Evil Two wasn't an E three. Of course it wasn't. No, <laughs> uh, we were making fun of the fact that they ended on steep or whatever it was. Fucking yeah, called. it's it's like um, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Fuck it, steep. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, the fact that you had to sneak into a press conference that bit is real. That, That's that not bit part is of real. the joke. Yeah, I legitimately like. There were problems where basically my press, my my thing that said I could get in already said it had been scanned. And I was like, look, here's my ID and here's the name. Like, I am me. And they would not let me in. So I just confidently picked up a cardboard box and walked in behind someone that was carrying equ carrying equipment in. And <laughs> That is brilliant. No that is me, brilliant. So I was like, fuck it. Here I go. Um... Getting some, have... old, just getting some old jade-like stealth on there, Laura. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that Ubisoft is deliberately fucking with me at this point. Because as I was leaving the press conferences, I was handed a small black sealed box that had UB30 written on the front of it in gold. I had no idea what was in this box. So I get the plastic off, open the box up with great difficulty... And inside it is a stack of postcards, and the top one is a postcard for Beyond Good and Evil. And I'm just there like, 
Fuck you, Ubisoft. You didn't... What? Like... Ubisoft did not acknowledge that game in their sizzle reel of like 30 years of Ubisoft. They didn't acknowledge it no. once on stage. And they just like, as I'm walking out, they're like, here, have a box of Beyond Good and Evil just to make you know that we know this game exists. We know people like it. We know that we just want to say a big fuck you to you, Laura. Now, that's incredible. They know. They, um, li- they, they, I bet you Eve Guillermo listens to this podcast and hears you two bitching <laughs> about them all the time. Of course he does. I've, yeah. I've, he sits there with his onesie on and his uh, little pointed cap because he's, he's some sort of elf. Like I think he lives in the woods with David the Gnome. He looks like he does. And he's listening just, oh, I'm not going to get them. I don't know what that voice was. That, that was um, Mario, I think. I think that was Mario, yeah. I'm not going to get to them. I'm going to not give you a beyond a good and evil. And music more. I'm not going to fuck you all over. Uh, yeah, so... You, you're you're still there. You're you're at Los Angeles. I'm in the Los Angeles. Um, I'm just city of angels. Yeah, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put this out there now. You know how last year I went to E3 and it didn't make me a jaded games journalist who hates video games. Yes. Yeah, yes. This year E3 stepped up its fucking game. <laughs> E3 this year oh, was yeah. like, hey, we need to make Laura just hate her job as much as we can this week. So I have to like, say mm-hmm. every. Every account I heard on Twitter or Facebook from people who travel there made me regret my decision not to go a lot less. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, like almost travel. everyone I saw was having a really bad time. Between travel like, all over the US right now is bad, yeah. from what I'm mm. hearing. Like even here where I am, like there have been so many cancelled flights and shit. I know Angry Joe uh, was stuck at, at an airport for. God knows how long, and then Laura had trouble, and just any anywhere, not just E three. Anywhere I'm hearing about mm. air travel from people, it's it sounds like yeah, a goddamn like, nightmare. And I think even on this site, going through like London airports is a nightmare as well because of the euros, mm. and like so many fans are going out and coming back, especially since right. like they all got attacked yeah, by well, Russians. Like my <laughs> list of airport stuff basically boiled down to my flight was delayed for about two hours. Because apparently the visa service in LAX just broke down. So none of the flights going to LAX could process visas so flights could take off. So we then get onto the plane and get delayed for about five hours on the plane because they discovered that there was a hole in run at one of the runways. So the remaining runway was being used for all the landing flights coming in and no flights were taking off. So I spent like seven, I was seven hours late into LA to begin with, which was not fun. I was on a flight with like, you know, in a sitcom when there is a character on a plane and they are sat sat next to the baby that screams the entire flight. As soon as you, as soon as you begin to fall asleep, like the baby starts screaming more intently so that you wake back up. That was my flight. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, had no. two thirds of my press conferences on Monday. I couldn't, well, I wasn't supposed to get into and had to break into. I had to break into both Xbox and Ubisoft's press conferences because things were going wrong with my wow. fucking passes to get into them. And then I almost got kidnapped on Wednesday. So that, uh, ch- no, Tuesday. I almost got kidnapped on Tuesday. That was fucking weird. So. Uh, yeah, I, I only heard about that this morning and I. I even though it, it had already been resolved, I yeah. was panicking because I'm. It I was. Just, it was. 
Yeah, holy the shit. Is this like a no, joke no, or this did, is, is this, this like is scarily legitimate? Like I basically I got an Uber from a hotel where I like ten o'clock at night I was having drinks with um Hannah from the Yogs cast over at over one of the hotels. And my t- what should have been a 15, 20 minute uh, Uber ride home took me two hours because the driver passed my hotel, tapped the thing to say he dropped me off and just kept driving, was not responding, t- what the wasn't fuck? responding to me. That's I ended up fucked. in some, some town that's like 30 minutes south, I think, um, Santa Ana, Santa Ana. I think somewhere that's like 30 mm-hmm. minutes south. And eventually this guy stops at a set of lights and I just bolt out the car and had to get a ride back 30 minutes in the other direction because this guy just was not answering when I was like, you've, you've gone past the place where I am. And he just went onto the freeway and just started driving. So that was, that was, and wasn't, no, wasn't saying, saying a, word. a fucking word. So I just bolted, he stopped at lights. He had to stop at traffic fucked. lights and I just bolted out the car. So that was fucking scary. That's legit yeah. like some, that's, that's some horror movie yeah. shit. So yeah. my E3 has not been the best so far. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you 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 were not bullshitting when you said yeah, it steps up its game. E3 Holy this shit. Year was has upped its game in most regards. There is one <coughs> thing though that has meant that this was a better E3 than last year. I didn't have to attend the mm-hmm. PC games show, so I think we're still on a net positive. Hey! Oh well, maybe Laura, maybe that's a... where the Uber driver was taking <laughs> you. <laughs> There's no escape. Yeah, you were the first person I thought of. I started watching it, and after 20 minutes, it was just no. Nah, it's just really, really boring. Yeah, I, I can I see how it's fun for people who are really year. into the tech side of PC gaming and, and things, but I, for me, no. It, yeah, I saw that lady come out with her briefcase again. Oh, showing yeah. up here's, all here's the new a new graphics, graphics card. I'm going to tell you card. what it does, but here you can look at it if you're close enough to the stage to see. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I heard from the those whole that give a shit that it was better, but I just it's it's not my speed. The whole vibe about E3 this year, I I I found I don't know if you guys found this or if the people listening did, but I had to avoid going onto the websites to look at the news this year because the whole atmosphere was just so negative and there was so much bile and fighting flying around because of the the Colorado thing which by the way we should probably address at some yeah, point it's, and it, it, it was just really it's a shame you know that so many people were, were fighting instead of trying to find some common ground yeah, there. three this year was an odd um an odd thing to do just because like well we'll acknowledge it now there was a there was a shooting at a gay bar in Colorado and it's very odd to have that kind of thing where it's like, oh, it's a terror attack on US soil that's then followed by let's talk about a bunch of games in which you shoot a bunch of people. And there's a weird, like, there is a weird mm. divide there to be addressed, but most of the press conferences were pretty good about it in that they, like, a lot of them addressed it at the start to be like, hey, we know this is a little bit, uh, there's a bit of a weird thing here, but, you know, we're going to go with it. Our thoughts are with with everyone affected. A lot of people were wearing, like, mm-hmm. uh, sort of rainbow pins and things during the conferences. So they did, a, they did, I think, as good a job as you can of turning an event about shooty bang bang games and addressing, like, yeah, maybe that's a bit weird right now. Yeah, just to say as well, like... I think it's pretty obvious by now everyone on this show is very pro <laughs> LGBT yeah. rights and stuff and to see a blatantly homophobic attack like that in a supposedly like 
advanced modern country is just so heartbreaking. Mm. It's it's the know? kind of thing when people anyway. say like homophobia, you know, isn't a thing anymore. It's like, well, it kind of clearly still is. Yeah, it um, is. So that yeah. and the and the motivations I, I, can be um, debated for hours, but the fact is, sure. it's still there. Yeah. You know, it happened. Yeah, the what well, the most important thing is 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 what happened and yeah. the fifty people who are mm. not here anymore. And yeah, I I addressed this at the end of um, the last Jimquisition I did because again I I felt like. I felt weird just putting some content up the day after something like that happened and, and mm. not saying anything. And some people were angry I did it, and, and uh, some people were not angry I did it. And that's, you know, I, I I didn't do it to make people happy or angry. Like I, I did it. I didn't want to do it. I was dreading doing it, but I felt like mm. I had to. Uh, so I I did what I what I felt was the right thing for me to do. And, yeah, beyond that, I've tried not to talk about it because, you know, shootings happen here, you know, so often. I, I've been living in this country for um, quite a while now and it is terrifying mm. how common it's become. Um, this was, since the Sandy Hook shooting, there's been over 900 of them and... You know, you 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 run the risk of becoming inoculized yeah. to it, of it becoming common to the point of banality. But I will say that this one in particular, um, especially because of the nature of it, and as uh, you know, as someone um, who identifies as queer myself, uh, just really hit me like a fucking mm. sledgehammer. So mm. I've I've really kept out of the the gun debates, the Islam debates, the the video game debates. The video game debate. I, I, um, honestly, I really, I wish we could have waited until a few, maybe a week later to have that debate. You know, it just felt so tasteless. Everyone screaming at each other on Twitter mm. right after it well, happened. Well, the problem with America is if you don't have that gun debate at the second that a shooting happens, like it will never, that debate won't ever happen. And it's unfortunate, but it's just mm. America doesn't want to have that chat unless they are being forced to directly in the aftermath of something. And even then, they really don't want to have that debate, which... Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've... There, there have been so many deaths and nothing's happened. You know, nothing's ever changed. And, and I don't know... I, I'm not the one to decide or, or, mm. or have an idea of what needs to change. Something does, yeah. clearly. I but think there are better people than me there are probably who can many, argue that. I think... There are probably many things that need to change, and I think yeah, yeah. M most people just want to shout about one thing that they want changed, but honestly, it's probably a mix of a lot of things. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the thing that we had to get out the way done. So let's talk about a bunch of games and stuff. Probably, woo. E three's E three's good for that stuff. E three's good for that. Yeah, let's get let's get back into speed. Let's, let's um, get talk. Talk about things that we're excited about. Uh, I will. I, t I tell you what we'll do. I tell you what, what we'll do to try and like, like just move on from that. Let's actually fucking that's, introduce that's ourselves. That's probably worth doing because we've not <laughs> done a. I, I we were so focused on the goof at the beginning that um, hello, I'm Jim Sterling. This is Podquisition, and I'm joined by Laura, who's coming to us from yep, LA I'm right now. I'm in a apartment somewhere in LA with con flu starting to set in, so I probably sound very horrible and nasally. Uh. Hooray! It's E3. <clears throat> Hooray! 
City of Angels, and we are also joined by Gavin, who is who was going to be at E three, but mm. but did not um, attend, mm. um, unfortunately. Mm. Well, more fortunately, depending def- on how those flights went, w- was regretting that decision a lot less seeing everyone else. Yeah, it's like Joe and Laura yeah. and. I think Su- bad flight, Susan had some bad times in. trying to find stuff as well, and like just. Mm-hmm. And instead, we got to snark on Twitter and get like hundreds of new followers. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Twitter, the Twitter snark was difficult this year because there was so there much was good shit. Yeah. yeah, there was so much good shit. But when there wasn't good shit, the press conferences themselves were so bland and unassuming. Mm. There wasn't a lot no. to work with. I'm like, you yeah. gotta give me something. EA was like Microsoft and Sony that- were both. Yeah, EA was EA. Well, EA is so easy to bag on anyway. Mm. I like that they are the first press conference now because they're like the beginner level. <laughs> it's like it's like World One One for mm. Twitter snark. It's like this is where we get the practice in before you know Microsoft rolls around because that's that's where that's like a, a big show. You know, that's where you really I, get to show I off must, how funny I must say, I really disagree are. with you guys. I think the EA is so hard to make fun of. Like, how do you even begin to make fun of a football manager being asked if his son has access to his debit card to buy microtransactions? Like, how? I how forgot do you even about that. that. <laughs> that's just such a, a like a boring standard thing to happen. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was like, like, can we not with with the scripted banter? Yeah, Can it, we not? It doesn't. It's never worked. It has never yeah, worked. Yeah, what if this time? Oh, it and does? The, the fake, the, the fake co-op uh, military banter hit fucking peak oh my cringe God, this, this year. This year was the worst. Oh my oh. goodness! This year was the worst for it. Like being sat in the press conferences, it's really odd watching the teleprompter and seeing the scripted banter come up before it's said. Like that's a really weird thing where it's like, oh yeah. Do they, but do they have people? Do they have people saying the stuff live? I thought it was pre-recorded. Oh no, no, like it's pre-recorded for the stuff that's going over the games. But like, uh, for example, oh, yeah, yeah. any of the stuff where um, VR was being shown. Uh, like, what, who oh, yeah, was it? Yeah. Microsoft's press conference where the the Minecraft VR thing was being shown. Oh yeah. God! When John Carmack oh, yeah, which, was like, "That dragon looks so cool," yeah, all, I was like, all "Oh, of, yeah, that banter was oh, pre-scripted and showing up on the teleporter." <laughs> I loved <laughs> my my loved head shrank intro. into my body like one of those old Transformer toys when when he said that. I said it on. Um in the the E3 Impressions videos, and it's now a podcast on this feed, um, like, John Carmack was introduced like he was in a, a an American sitcom. It was like, oh, hey, guys, Ow. it's me! And I expected everyone else to just go, John! And then the audience to just <laughs> chip, clap and cheer. Um, That's the first yeah, time I've ever so, seen him uh, um, speak that wasn't unintelli- unintelligible, like, games mm. development jargon, by the way. <laughs> I, I have two things to say about that Minecraft um, demo they were doing on stage in the, in the Microsoft conference. First of all, the lady's uh, iPad that she was allegedly using to control the demo turned off. You could see there was nothing on the screen. <laughs> um, second of all, um, clearly the VR was not like was not matching what was happening on screen. So like the guy with the VR headset on, A he's moving his head like left and that, right, yeah. stood in one spot, and the guy on screen is doing three hundred and sixty degree spins. I'm like, that's not quite the yeah, same. Sleep bollocks. <laughs> E3 is a bit like Top of the Pops, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, you're not going for. Um... 
genuine performances. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you're going to you're going to get like a backing track and people little, singing the along only difference, to it. The difference is though, <laughs> the difference is though, on top of the pops, they never tried to like pre-order, like get you to pre-order something for sixty bucks off the back of their <laughs> yeah. lip sync. Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, it's like you know, buy this expensive technology based on what we're showing you. But but no, you're being Milli Vanilli right now. Stop being Milli Vanilli, yeah. and I'm no like pre-ordering a shit. Milli Vanilli, that's never an acceptable choice. <laughs> Milli Vanilli wasn't Milli Vanilli. Come on. Yeah, not even Milli Vanilli were. <laughs> when not even Milli Vanilli can be Milli Vanilli, don't be yeah. Milli Vanilli. <laughs> Fucking like, Apart from those couple of bits, like that was very minimal to snark about. Like the best I had to tweet yeah. about that got any traction was the photo of um, Aisha Tyler, where her classically trained T-shirt momentarily looked like it said ass train. So I tweeted, yes, yes, Aisha Tyler, I will ride that ass train. And I got like 2,000 retweets. So that was nice, my crowning moment nice. of the Ubisoft conference was, yes, I will ride that ass train. Wow. My best thing was, and again, I've, I've mentioned it multiple times because I'm so proud. I think my, my best thing was during the Microsoft conference when uh, they were talking about, um, no, was it Microsoft um, or EA? One of them, where they were showing off Titanfall 2. It was EA. And the dude was like talking, like uh, made this big deal about single player coming to Titanfall 2. Um, oh, pretending yeah. like it was the very first <laughs> time. And then I said, what do you mean? Yeah. What's he talking about? Titanfall 1 had a single-player campaign. You just had to log on a month after launch. That was my best <laughs> thing. I made a much and much less eloquently worded version of that one as I, well. My best thing was, was during Kojima's game. I, was, I said, um, Norman Reedus on a beach, crying, surrounded by crabs and a baby. Clearly this is a subtle ad for condoms. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my, most, my, my cleverest joke during the whole uh, Death Stranding thing was just Norman Reed. All oh, I did was like, took, I just oh, yeah. took a picture of the butt and was like, oh God, yes. And that that's, was my entire input on that. <laughs> my, the one that like got acknowledged by things, it didn't get the most retweets, but I had w- one of my tweets about Zelda you know, uh, Twitter has that moments thing where they like they will put some tweets together about something that's trending. They took one yeah, of my yeah. tweets yeah. about should Zelda be a girl and put it in there. And as such, I got a couple of hours of just really shitty tweets coming my way, which was fun. Because oh, I God. tweeted, I tweeted Thanks, something Twitter. along the lines of, I don't care that Link's not a girl. I care about Nintendo's reasoning for why. And that got put like as yeah. like the second or third like tweet that tw- twitter put together on the topics so i was like oh the, okay. the, the way the way to the sadly the way to get the most retweets during e3 there's like three different ways you take a really low blow at either like um one of the games people don't like like call of duty or like i made some quip about battlefronts being shorter than the conference and that got like so and it wasn't even that funny and then also, if you make like a low blow at like Polygon, which I did in <laughs> one of my tweets, and that went oh huge. yeah, Polygon jokes are like the yeah, it's such an easy win. It's, it's an easy win, and it's like you try not to come across as mean spirited when you're make writing the, the the joke, but then you realize some people probably will take it that way. But then it's like ah, it's still well, it's funny. E, it's, and, it's, and then it's the, E3. It'll be gone in three seconds anyway because thousands of tweets are happening. Exactly. 
And then the third way is just to, like you said, Laura, to say something people really don't like. Yeah. You're going to get so many retweets then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I, I've, I've already got a script almost finished uh, slagging off Nintendo's reasons for uh, Link being a guy, so I'm really looking forward to the, uh, yeah, the response to that one. Am I thoughts. the only one who's, like, totally okay with Link oh, being a I'm- guy? It's it's not it's that. not it's, that. Did, I don't yeah. give a shit about that. It was Nintendo's like like it didn't even occur to me this reasons. like he's yeah. always been a guy, so, so I'm kind of his, like okay with the, that. Here's the thing that if that, that's yeah, what Nintendo that had said, anyone. I'd yeah. have been fine if they were. He's always been a guy, right? And so we just decided yeah. to do it again. Mm. That would be fine. Yeah. But the reasons they were the, giving, like because there was a lot of rumors about it, that's why people cared. There was rumors um, that got, this one would happen. People got their hopes up because there were rumors, and then when the E3 lanyards went out, there were two different pictures of Link on the lanyard that looked like two different characters. One of them looked notably more feminine than the other, and people were like, "Is this the yeah. two Links? Are we getting selectable gender?" Now, like, yeah. So everyone was excited, and then. Nintendo, obviously, you know, yeah. dashed and everyone was a bit hopes. disappointed, but and not went up. I have to say though, when when people get hyped up over rumors that don't happen, all yeah. that has to be said is, in the words of our friend Tom York, mm. "You do it to yourself, you do, <laughs> you and no one well, this else." This is the thing. It's like we. No, but I've got, I've got, yeah. I've got to stress, like. I'm mm. fine. I'm, you know, I got no problem with Link yeah. being a guy. That's that. The, that is the status quo. The, the game looks fantastic. The internet is fine it's with it as well. The but bullshit. The re- yeah, it's the bullshit. Because the reasons that was they gave out. on live stream is they they addressed the rumors, and rather than either do the like, hey, we thought about it, decided not to, or just like not addressing it at all, which both of which would have been fine, it would have gone away. The first reasoning they gave was, well, we thought about making Princess Zelda the he- the hero. But then what would Link do in the adventure if Zelda was the hero? It's like, well, probably get his ass fucking rescued by Zelda. And... Or do literally anything! anything You're a video game creator! Be creative! So, like, that... People were a little miffed then. And then it got worse because they tried to defend their reasoning further and just dug a bigger hole by saying, we could have made Link female, but what do we do about who gets which Triforce then? Because the hero's meant to have the Triforce of Courage and girl hero, how does that work? Because apparently Nintendo doesn't think that girls can be courageous and that's where the internet lost their mind was, yep, we can't have a female Link because then who would have the courage? It's just, it was just bizarre logic, I think is the thing. And that's, it was the same thing I had with Assassin's Creed Unity. It's like, I'll, I'll, I will not claim to have a right to demand what characters you put in yeah. your games. I, I don't do that. If you know, like, like when Rockstar said they wanted to tell a story about three mm. guys, I shrugged yeah. and went, "Okay, I'm totally cool with all right. Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> you know, it being would a road be, trip of five yeah. guys. That's cool." And G, G, exactly. GTA Five is pretty much like it is an expression of testosterone. Oh, yeah, like, that entire game is is like. It's 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 yang or is it yin? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> and I, I don't care about that. Like I I respect the creator, but I respect you more if you just give it yeah. to us blunt and straight like that. Yeah. Just, this is a guy's story. This is what we're doing. There you go. When you start doing that, when you start doing what Ubisoft did with the oh, it, it's you too can't hard technically to make, girls. make the girls because like, there's, there's graphics and money. Mm. Yeah. So that that's when it's like don't. 
yeah. give us the bullshit. And that's just consistent with, you know, what, what I always talk about in my well, in, in, in the work I do. It's like, stop yeah, feeding like, us that, that's shit. the whole thing. Is people, people were a little disappointed but not angry when it's like, oh, it's a shame there's no female link, that's fine. It was the reasoning that people were like, oh, yeah, fuck you, Nintendo. So, yeah, that was... While cool. we're on female... Uh... While we're on female leads, that Horizon Zero Dawn oh, demo, holy God. shit it balls. It looks bloody beautiful, and I believe I have an appointment to see yeah. it later today. I've not played it yet, but and I the, think I get to touch it today. The combat looks fun as hell as well. It looks really like mm. kind it, of um, Monster Hunter-y or yeah, something. It, it looks like definitely there is some Monster Hunter at the, at the base there, but they definitely don't seem to be leaning too heavily on that set of mechanics. Um, yeah. It just looks... Like oh, some of the so some of the, the the way the the enemy telegraphed its attacks mm. and the way you dodged was all very Dark yeah. Souls esque, as but like way faster. Well, actually, no, that's it's probably more like I don't know, Devil May Cry or yeah. something because it's faster. But it just looks so like, much fun. It is like now that I've played Zelda yesterday on the show floor, like Horizon is now like the thing I want to get my hands on while I'm out here because oh, Horizon God. Horizon is my most anticipated game. Like. Of all upcoming games, that's the one that has my attention more than oh, anything yeah? else. It had my attention yeah. since last year. What's, I'm like, what's yours, Laura? It's probably a tie between either that and Zelda, because now that I've had a chance to put my cool. hands on Zelda, I'm like, oh my god, that like I will be playing the NX version because the frame rate on the Wii U is really struggling, and I can clearly see that like this is mm-hmm. being hamstrung by the fact it's on the Wii U, but like the core of the design yeah. of that game. My God, it's the breath of fresh air that this series has needed for a while. Um, yeah, like I saw the some of the Nintendo Treehouse stuff. I couldn't watch all of it, but it looked. It was like, okay, I see that yeah. this is Zelda. It's got a lot of Zelda stuff, but it looks so yeah. reinvented, like yeah. so re-energized. I mean, you've played it, Lauren, and I'm, I am very eager to hear like your actual impression, yeah. your, your hands-on so, like, impression. It's... Yeah. They, oh, sorry. Go on, Gav. I was just going to say, is it right to um, to say, and this was a controversial topic that happened on Twitter, I know Bob was very unhappy with it, but uh, is it is it fair to say it's taken some influence from certain modern games that in turn were very influenced by the oh, Zelda yeah, series? Oh, yeah, that is entirely fair to say. Like, it basically feels like they finally played catch-up and were like, oh, in the last decade and a half, what have people learned from Zelda? Let's start doing some of those things. And that felt so fresh. Mm. So, like, things that felt really nice. Um, you, I got dropped into the beginning of that game, saw the opening cutscene, and then within, like, two minutes of, of being handed the controller, I was out in the open world with no pointer as to where to go. It was just, you're in the open world, mm. no tutorial, go do it. And I love it, that. it felt really familiar nice. to, like, playing the original Zelda, where it's just go out into the world and I bumped into an old man very near the beginning who was like hey you can have this stick to hit stuff with I'm not going to give you a fucking sword but (laughs) off you go on your adventure that is that is so exciting like the you know I I, I love the Zelda series um you know I think if I were to pick a favorite Nintendo series it would Mm. probably be Zelda uh, because there's only one Splatoon so far um but they're they're you know, Zelda is just—it's always been a very magical game, and they've—they've they've always been "quote unquote" the same game, mm. but they always hit different beats oh, um, this, to make them feel different. Like a whereas, different game. but the idea of 
Yeah, like from what I've seen, it's well, just I, I, to yeah. I, and I'm I'm sick of the open worlding of mm. everything. I feel like you know making everything an open world is annoying. I, um, but sometimes uh, yeah. I can see the justification. It, it, and to explore Hyrule yeah. as an open. No, 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 sorry, I, I I think we we. Sorry, I will shut up now because you, you've played <laughs> yeah, it, so it's, I will shut up. It's weird. Like I will try and talk you as quickly as I can through like the forty minutes or so I spent with that game yesterday. So like. I get dropped out into the world, get a stick to hit stuff with. There's like basic clothing has been, is around, uh, let me try this again. When you start that game, you wake up in a weird glowing energy pool in some cyber cave. And it's, you've got voice acting. Princess Zelda's there telling you, you gotta go be a hero, Link. I can't be more specific, but go be a hero. So you venture out into the world. You pick up some clothing and a stick to hit stuff with. And then you're just, like, thrown out with, like, oh, here's a big cliff overlooking a load of area. Do you want to go explore? So I went and beat up a, a moblin with my stick. I took his sword from him. Any enemy that any enemy you defeat <laughs> will drop whatever weapon they had, and you can just start using that weapon. So, like, in that 40 minutes I was there, I think I had, like, four different types of sword, two axes two different clubs and three bows within 40 minutes just from taking enemies weapons from them um i found out there are map towers there are basically ubisoft style map towers in this which is kind of weird nice why did i say nice that's not nice that's an ubisoft thing no that's sorry i was it's because i was looking at a picture of a teenage mutant ninja turtle yeah no that's it's Um, weird it is ubisoft map towers that is not a great bit of open world design to take uh, that's not good um i went on a bit of some dungeon crawling like i found a dungeon and they gave me the dungeon item like right as i walked into the dungeon it was some like weird Uh thing that you could use to levitate items and like magnetically pull them around and yeah the the dungeon design was really clever. It just threw me straight in. No waffle. No, like, here is the lore of why you're in this dungeon. It's like, no, you just found a fucking dungeon. Go explore. Like, there was no... There was none of that whole, oh, you saw the Deku tree. The Deku tree needs saving. The Kakiris are going to tell you where to go. Oh, you're allowed in the dungeon now. Do the dungeon. Go back to the quest keeper. Now you get your item to progress. It was just, no, I found a dungeon in the world and... I was that given is, the item straight away and so started doing the dungeon. Like I love that idea of of Hyrule as just a, a big world I can explore at my own pace How? in my own with my own sense of freedom. Because as people say that you know Hyrule was open world, but it was if it, it was it was still a, it was a very walled garden. Yeah, of an it, open it was world. A, it was an open world yeah, that like you were you had only a allowed hug. to explore in certain orders, which is a it's shame. Gated. Um, like yeah. there was news, and I totally believe it, having played the game this week. There was news from yeah. I think it was Polygon this week that uh, you can apparently you can run just straight to the end of the game. Like if you know where it is, you can just pick up your stick and run for the end of the game. Which I love that as an idea. Yeah, well, it, it reminds me of something like Crackdown, where wow. you could, you could, yeah. if you wanted to, just blast your way to the final boss yeah. of each territory well, and it, be like, "There, very, game it's done." It's very clear if right you from the start it. of the demo, like, "Oh, that's where the final boss is, and there's nothing stopping me going there." Yeah. Do I want to just run straight for the final boss? I could probably go do it. <laughs> and yeah, I imagine, of course, you know, it would be a lot easier to fight the final you know, boss. Yeah, if, if you, you go do the dungeons and get all the stuff the, to the power yourself stuff. up, yeah. probably. 
but then I imagine we will get some, probably within 12 hours of the game launching, uh, a YouTube video of someone just doing a straight boss run. Oh god, no! It. I am excited. Like my praise is not without caveats. Like the big issue I have right now is Nintendo rarely shows games off in a state where they're having frame rate issues that won't be in the final game, and that's why I'm kind of worried about the frame rate issues in the Wii U version. I know that there is still like six or nine months for them to clear this up, but I'm kind of worried that the Wii U version is going to have inconsistent frame rate because it's not the NX version. You can see this game is pushing the Wii U quite considerably and it's going to struggle with it. So I am 100% going to be playing the NX version of this over the Wii U version. Um, the other issue I have is they have a stamina meter again, like they did in Skyward Sword. And I really dislike its implementation in this because it didn't bother me too much in Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword was a very linear game that was very sort of go to the set places in the set order, there will be always be things happening along your way, you slowly make your journey, you feel like you're making progress. With a big open world like this, sometimes I just wanted to sprint for a landmass I could see, and not being able to sprint the whole time towards it was irritating. Um, the stamina meter is also used for things like climbing and swimming, which led to my most hilarious thing that kept happening in this demo, where I would sprint over like a hill or something, run out of stamina as I was going over the crest of the hill, and suddenly realised there was a lake in front of me, and because I hit the water with no stamina, I just like face planted into the water and drowned. And this is the thing, is like if you if if you have no stamina and you like touch um, not if you don't have stamina left. Like your oh, stamina no, really? is used to say how much you That's can. That's the you opposite of how that is the opposite of how yeah. water wow. works. I literally just Hopefully. able to run over a hill, run that, out of stamina, and I accidentally touched some water and face planted yeah. around. And I was like, that's... that's I a, initially, the, yeah. the first two times it happened, I thought that you couldn't swim in this game. I thought that you just couldn't swim the in, thing that, in this um, game because I touched water <laughs> and died. And it took me till the third time to realise, oh, it's because I've got no stamina. I, 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 I have a long-running beef with stamina. Yeah, they, they arbitrarily uh, limit how much you're allowed to do the thing that feels fun. Yeah, to date, I, I, I've only really accepted it in Souls mm. games because it is so integral to the yeah. flow of combat. Like, it is very deliberately used. Um, but, you know, when I'm playing a first-person shooter and, and there's an arbitrary amount of time mm. you can run... That pisses me yeah. off, and a lot of action games when they try and do it, they just they don't do it yeah. how Dark Souls. Well, the, do I don't know what and... makes Dark Souls different, but it's that whole thing that when I was playing Zelda, I wanted to be sprinting because sprinting felt infinitely more fun than walking, and like the f it yeah. felt like sprinting wasn't a reward; it was what I should be doing all the time and was being arbitrarily kept from, and I don't know how Souls avoids. Yeah, that. I think the difference. I think one of the differences is they're smaller and and you're also encouraged to take it slow. Like it's it's fun to take a Dark Souls game slow because you're like, what's around the corner? Or or even if you know something's around the corner, it's like, right, let's prepare for the thing that's going to come out. Let's take this slow. Uh, in an open world, you know, like you want to be able to sprint through also, the grass and shit. Also, you can upgrade your stamina in Dark Souls. You can have more stamina if that's important to you and you can make that an early game priority. That doesn't appear to be the, appear to be the case in Zelda. Um, 
But I hope that changes before oh, it so comes do I. out. Um, the only other thing I think is worth noting is they've completely changed how health is managed. You no longer get hearts from defeating enemies or by cutting grass or anything. You purely regain health by eating food that you've collected in the world. So, like, you kill a boar enemy and you'll get a steak that you can cook and eat. It allows you to have a lot more healing items available to you at any time. But the downside is is that in the flow of combat, it's very difficult to open a menu and get to your food without being attacked because combat doesn't stop. So it's basically right. you can heal up before a combat encounter, but you're then expected to, for the most part, not heal during combat. And that's a very interesting shift for, for the game. That was something that did jump out at me was the amount of time they were spending in menus seemed a little excessive, especially now that equipment degrades and stuff. I wasn't sure how much that's going to affect the flow of the game. You really don't need to spend that much time in, in menus. Most of those menus they were in for things like selecting food, um, weapons, outfits, etc. are all held uh, done with the D-pad. So basically, if I wanted to switch weapon, I could hold down right on the D-pad and then just tap the LRR shoulder buttons to cycle through them on a, like a little menu that would appear at the top of the screen. And then it'll oh, just yeah. hot switch to that new weapon or food item or bow or well, whatever hopefully, it is. Hopefully you can put healing items on a hotkey then. Um, I couldn't, I didn't appear to be able to, and that seemed to be a deliberate thing, but anything that's like uh, torches, bows, like melee weapons, um, armor, I seem to be able to just like hot swap those on, on the fly. So... I, I, I barely I wonder if that's my, uh, uh, menus in that regard. I wonder if all that management is a result of it originally being a Wii U mm. game, where you're, um, you know, you'd have the, the, the touch yeah. screen to be able to it, do it, a lot of that, and, and yeah. perhaps the NX not it, it's potentially It's odd in that the, the touch screen just is not used for anything in this game, and you can play it entirely with the Pro Controller if you want. So they clearly, like, are moving away from this, like, Wii U game no longer having, no longer yeah. relying on having uh, gamepad support. But, um, yeah, I really bloody like that new Zelda. It's not perfect by any means, but I'm very excited for it. I like... Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's a very bold and very inventive and, and just very exciting new idea that's yeah. got some... It's got some warning yeah. signs on. Oh, last thing. All of the weapons have different movesets to them. Um, so, like, depending on which melee weapon you're using, you will have different, like, different strengths to them. Like, there was a halberd that had a really nice charged spinning attack, but it took a long time to warm up. Um, clubs tended to be, like, faster, but they degraded faster before they had to be thrown out. The, the weapons all felt fairly distinct. Sorry, yeah, I've gone on about Zelda for quite a while, haven't I? But, yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I mean, considering Nintendo did a, a five-hour fucking thing on it yesterday, um, I don't think people are... I don't think people... I don't think our listeners are going to get too sick of hearing about more Zelda, especially from yeah, someone who's so had no, hands on Having put it. my hands on it, I am really reassured with the direction the game's going. I'm concerned about the Wii U version, and I don't like the stamina system. So, yeah, there you go. There we go. Um... I mean, hell, what else have you been playing? I mean, did you have time for anything else? Because I know you got in late and uh, Zelda yeah. was 40 minutes. And um, I've been running around a fair bit doing PlayStation VR stuff this, this week. Like some of those like actual retail games they're going to be selling with it. Um, I tried Resident Evil 7 with VR. 
and it uh, it feels very odd to play a Resident Evil that is first of all in first person and second of all you don't have to shoot anything like there was no combat in the demo I played I really... and I don't know how indicative that is of the game was it the same? I, Do you know at all if it? Because I played the uh, the beginning hour demo on uh, my PS4 because that oh, went live it, after it is, the press. It conference. is the same demo, just it's in the same PSVR. Thing. Um, okay. So if, if any of you have played like the demo, you can just get on your PS4. I played that, but in VR. Um, the VR works really well. It it looks really shiny. Um, the motion controls and stuff uh, work fine. The I'm still iffy on the headset, and I'll get to that in a second, but. Yeah, because you've played this as well, Jim. Have you had a chance to try this, Gavin? Yeah, and I was going to say I really hope the whole game isn't like this because it had two of my pet hates in horror games, which is the first one is that you can only see a few feet in front of you, which is a cheap Mm. way to make the big boo jump scares feel more scary. And they also flat out stole an idea from Condemned, which maybe was a little bit of a tribute or whatever. And the other thing was just, it felt, you know, it felt like... It, it a, felt like... A, a, something that other games maybe have done better, like Outlast. It, it felt like PT, but not quite as impressive. The yeah. game definitely that, took... It took a lot from everywhere. I was recognising mm. things taken from PT, from mm. Condemned, from uh, Outlast. Out, Outlast, yeah. uh, And from, from films as well. I mean, the whole thing's got a, uh, a Blair Witch Project vibe to it. Yeah. And uh, a little dash of deliverance. Like, it's clear that they are... It's like it's being all of the horror. Uh, like how um, Resident Evil 6 was just trying to be all of the popular games. So that is... I I did like the demo. I will say yeah, I, I I found it atmospheric. I just hope and there's fun, more to the game than oh, definitely. You're yeah. you're yeah. on you're defenseless and run away from the scary man and hide yeah, now because yeah. I'm so tired of that shit now. Well, like I'm you I'm know. reassured in some regards that like they did go away from RE6 that they're not trying to make it oh, yes, guns absolutely. guns guns again and like of yeah. the two directions if RE7 could have been like the <laughs> next evolution of RE6 or this I am so glad they went this way. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's it is odd. Um, I definitely like having played it on the show floor, like without VR and then with PS, the PlayStation VR. It definitely benefited from the immersion of VR. I definitely enjoyed playing it that way, and that is probably I will probably play through Resident Evil Seven in VR. That will probably be the way I play that game. So that's a good title for VR. It works well in VR, but. Yeah, just general thoughts on Resident Evil 7. It didn't feel like I expected Resident Evil 2. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. Fallout coming to VR is the one thing that actually made me consider, okay, now I might actually buy a VR machine. I did get to try it. It looks really good. It's it's really good in VR. You you are going to lose your shit, Gavin. It's going to be very much your thing. That very much does appeal to me, I have to say. Yeah. Um, other things that I played that Gavin might be interested in, I got to play the Gwent card game, the standalone Gwent cards. I'm not not hugely interested no, in that, yeah, to be honest with big, you. You're not big into the Gwents? I mean, I liked it in the game as a fun distraction, but I don't think I'd play it against other people because fucking I hate playing against other people because they always win. That is that is totally <laughs> fair. Like as, as someone that used to like a lot of collectible card games... 
the Gwent card game has basically taken the core of what was in Witcher 3 and they've not tweaked it too far, but they have expanded upon it in some really like they've, they've added a huge amount of variety in terms of card types you can be using. They have done some really nice stuff visually in terms of like the um, 3d animated effects that happen when you're using certain cards. It's just a really polished experience. What worries me is like in the game and it doesn't matter in the game because it's a single player game, but in the game, Gwent is pay to win. It's the most pay-to-win game I've ever played, <laughs> which is yeah. perfectly fine in a single-player RPG because it's part of the leveling up. You know what I mean? Mm. But I well, hope it's not like that in the fucking actual it, <laughs> it seems multiplayer. To be, it seems to be doing things very similar to Hearthstone, whereby playing games against strangers online, you will get points that you can use to redeem to get more cards. And okay. you can basically like get the new expansions through playing the game. So, so basically, I'm not too like it, like in Hearthstone. Yeah, okay. it basically seems to be doing the Hearthstone thing. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can live with that. As a, as I, I was model. very ashamed, very ashamed of myself this week, guys. I bought a microtransaction. <gasps> I felt so dirty afterwards. Which one I, was, was it, Gavin? There was an outfit I wanted to buy for Farah, and I only needed like something like. 50 coins or something to afford it so I bought two loot boxes <laughs> so that oh, I could get uh, the coins to buy her outfit <laughs> oh dear I, I mean I've, I'll say what I've always said I don't give a shit like people like will send me messages like is it okay if I do this is it okay if I buy this oh I bought this I'm sorry I'm like I don't give a shit like you're the customer you do you you mm. your job in the market is to buy whatever to enjoy you yourself in whatever way you. you see fit yeah, yeah. like my job, um, or at least the job I've given myself arrogantly, is to tell companies to stop doing certain shitty things. Um, mm. I don't care. Like, like you don't. You certainly don't need my fucking permission. I'm just some guy. Um, you, you, if you, you bought do... microtransactions in a in a sixty dollar fee to play game, like I, I don't care. I'm angry at the seller, not the buyer. Mm. You do, however, need my permission. So be sure to send your <laughs> your signed permission slip to me for me to notarize before you make any microtransaction purchases. Farah just looks so good in green, though. <laughs> she does, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, best biggest news of E3. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. Um, you know how we started the very first episode of this podcast off talking about Link pissing out his ass. Yes. We have the next evolution of Link pissing out the arse. Do either of you know about this yet? I yes. saw headlines, but I didn't see the, the actual story. I, I, just, I knew people were talking about a Link Amiibo. Okay, so there is a new Link Amiibo based on the, the new, uh, whatever it is, Spirit, uh, Breath of the Wild, I think it's called. Breath of the Wild, um, yeah. Breath of the Wild. And the, it's the figure that has Link shooting his bow and arrow, I think. Link is jizzing out his ass. Yes, he is held up with a column of jizz. Like it looks, it looks like, and I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit graphic here, boys and girls. Forgive me. It looks like he's been fucked up the ass considerably, and then shit out all the jizz. He just looks he, he like got... he has, he has just shit out a stream of jizz. It's, it's, it's gonna come out, and it's gonna be called Cream Pie Link. Yep. He, mm. he has been, he has been roundtabled by everyone in the vicinity. And Bukaki just, cream pie link. <laughs> it, it's like it's like a semen enema, and it's just wow. all erupted out at once. So wow. 
yeah, we are going to have Ask Jizz Link coming soon, and I am so excited. <laughs> Link's semen enema. Yeah, no, that's an E3 trait. Yeah, Link's semen enema. That is that is the wow. biggest news of E3 right then and there. Um, so other other. Can stuff I that mention happened? something that was interesting to me now? Yeah, go ahead. I fifty minutes in. We, we've kind of <laughs> we've kind of like just talked over you this week. Gavin, talk to us about stuff. Yeah, I nearly shat myself when I saw Dishonored 2. That looks fucking uh, incredible. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah and the one good. the one thing that really annoyed me, and I really hope this isn't in the final game, is they had that same thing where if you're doing a stealth run, non-lethal, your right trigger is completely, utterly useless because it's only ever used for the sword. I really hope that if you're going for non-lethal, you can put something goddamn else in that right hand than your stupid sword. Because I, like even even on a very it. fundamental level for me, using the right trigger feels more natural than the left. I hate playing a whole game with just the left trigger. Mm-hmm. So I really hope they they change that. But other than that, it looks incredible. I mean, Jesus, the powers and the the the, the visuals, everything just. I mean, I was the, the the shadow power. Um, basically cribbed from the darkness. Just the way it was crawling towards that guy before it lifted him up by his foot. Like, that was... It was like... I don't know how you won't feel, like, fucking powerful using that thing. Um, Powerful Yeah, my one regret with Dishonored 2 is that Emily doesn't get her own skull mask. Like, she looks cool enough with the whole half-mask, uh, bandana-y kind of thing, but she should have had her own, like, like skull mask. Like, like uh, probably sleeker and less clockworky, steampunky to kind of match the outfit mm. they gave her. But if she had her own badass fucking skull mask, like, then I would I have can't... been like... Mwah, I kind perfect. of prefer that she didn't, because that skull mask was just so edgelord. It's like... <laughs> It's like Reaper. <laughs> yeah. I saw a very funny tweet this week, actually. Um, someone was saying, uh, oh, I saw that your your 12-year-old brother was playing Overwatch. And the person said, how did you know he's 12? He's like, he's playing Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but I'm going to do it just to make sure that I have. Follow Reaper names on Twitter. I think it's just at oh, Reaper yes. Names. Uh, it's just a collection of the usernames that people are, uh, that Reaper oh, players really? have. <laughs> and like all the dark, edgy, fucking, like, you know, God killer fucking yeah, yeah. things like X, that. It's X, really X, good. X, 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 Elite Sniper. And there's probably yeah, a lot of Reapers on there. I remember in the, my Call of Duty days, I would see so many variations on the spelling of Reaper with threes for the E. Actually, I'm going to read a couple just quickly. Um, the first one um, that comes up on the, the feed right now is, is Senpai Overlord. Uh, I hate haters. <laughs> well, haters are pretty D- bad. Yeah. So. Death baby. Death baby. Uh. Finger my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a minimally 69. Heck. Shoplifter, grandma. They've been doing this for quite a while now, so they've wow. reached a, an esoteric fight. How many of them have the numbers 420 in them? I bet a lot. Um, I bet a lot. Uh, there's there's a couple of 69s I'm seeing already. They're like <laughs> big and thick 69. <laughs> Dong, man. This is a reaper. Psychosocial. There's oh, a fucking that reaper is a reference. Slip right there. There's yeah. Slipknot fan there. Uh, oh. Hell. 
I this is unrelated to video games, but Gavin, did you see the pers- the old man on America's Got Talent singing Drowning Pool this week? Yeah. I yeah, love that man. Great. He's he's wonderful. Yeah, he's just there legend. screaming about how couldn't, nothing's wrong with him. Couldn't fucking sing to save his life, but that kind of made him more I, adorable. I love just the energy <laughs> and the emotion he had when he... Yeah. It's like, yeah, you go, sir. There is nothing wrong with you. You keep singing. Yeah. Uh, I've got two uh, more Reaper names. What are your Reaper names? Sephiroth Lord 16. <laughs> that's... that's now, that. The Reaper name game is strong there. So I, the, have, I have a question the next about one that one. Is, is he 16 yeah. now, or was he 16 when he made his gamer tag? We will never know. We will never know. Well, I, or is he the 16th Sephiroth? Oh, the, that, that is another option. And uh, this one. <laughs> this one's so good. Play of the game. Feel my hatred as Reaper. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is yeah. wonderful. Um, stuff that I was a bit disappointed with this E3. Mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed that there's still no Mass Effect. Like, that we're really, like, not seeing anything substantial about that <clears> game, <throat> like, nine months before it's out. It, there was only, like, I would say maybe four or five seconds of gameplay in that Yeah, trailer. like, there, there's a nice shot of this Asari with some face paint on who looks quite oh cute. Oh my goodness, that facial animation was beautiful though of it, the it asari. was it was gorgeous and i'm like yeah that i want i want to kiss that asari please yes thank you yeah um, that that was and it, it it somehow didn't go too uncanny valley which was really nice yeah it, it was a beautiful looking asari i it, i was like wow <laughs> it looked gorgeous but i'm still having this moment of like i expected going in that we would get like story trailer or extended gameplay or release date or something in yeah. that category i'm amazed we still don't have any of those they probably wanted to hype Battlefield 1 up a lot more, I would say, and they'll do a big push for Mass Effect when it's closer, I, I would think. Or, or Laura, the possibility is that it's just not really nearly finished and it's going to get a huge delay again. We, yeah, probably, like, should, we probably should make peace with that possibility. I, I am preparing myself for this to be a holiday 2017, not an early 2017. You know what got no attention which actually made me wonder what happened with square enix this year did they even do it because deus ex didn't show up once in anything they did a live stream thing i after heard they the done nintendo one but like yeah. no but by that point nintendo's thing had happened and the show floor was open and no one was paying so attention did, so did i just miss their conference did i because I, I, I didn't they, even I hear anything they, about yeah. it I think they had something, but I didn't watch it. I don't know what they announced, if anything. <laughs> I mean, considering last year's was so fucking boring, apart from when that bloke with the moon head came out. Um, yeah. It was so... Yeah. That was, they, last year's one made a Just Cause game look slow. That's how amazingly dull that their, their fucking conference was. So I don't feel like I missed anything. I'm in the minority here, but like I found Just Cause really dull. Like it's one of the most boring games. The I've actual ever game, I yeah. did the final game when it came out. I actually, I think I gave it like a five. Like I, it, yeah. it wasn't very good. I found it so mediocre and dull and just pointless. But you know, it's the kind of game for people with, with love, like big Im- imaginations who love kind of just causing chaos, and that's perfectly all right. Yeah, well done, yeah. them. Um, 
of the various conferences that happened, like I feel like Sony's was the most polished and tight of the conferences. Like they, they well, just they had did... an hour of game after game after game and just dropped the yeah. mic and walked well, out. Well, they've been doing that for a while now because they realised, unlike everyone else, the whole scripted banter shit isn't needed. Mm. At some points, it was almost too much. I mean, you're trying to take in <laughs> the trailer you've just orgasmed over, and then another one comes on that's even more exciting, and you're just like, I can't keep up with... Like, I had to stop tweeting during the Sony conference, because I couldn't keep up. Yeah, it was, amazing. It, it was very, very fast, and f- I, I think it's very impressive that considering they weren't announcing new, like a new hardware SKU, and Microsoft did... I think that the fact that they still came out on top in terms of most people's perception of their press conferences is a testament to the fact that going quick and fast is a good way to do a press conference. Yeah. Um, like Microsoft's announcement of the, the Scorpio, I'm amazed at how well they handled it because they didn't seem to get nearly the backlash that I expected. They did. Yeah, well, I think they just they kept it so reserved. It was just, mm. yeah, um, we're no, doing the this. The people talking about it weren't reserved. Like I said on Twitter, these people sound like they just successfully terraformed Mars and saved the human race the way they're <laughs> speaking about it. I hate those, those developer testimonial videos. I've seen... Sony's done it before. Yeah. Microsoft's done it before. Nintendo, developer testimonial videos. Nintendo did it videos. for the Wii U. Yeah. The pixels. They <laughs> awesome. Do you know they removed that quote from the YouTube video? Because yeah. it got yeah. so much flack. <laughs> I, have like, they are yeah. always, I have the best pixels. <laughs> they are always terrible. Like... like, well, like this the, is blanket the Wii for all U is companies. Proof, the Wii U is proof that, that they don't mean anything because every publisher was like, this is the console we've been waiting for and no one brought games to it. Yeah, like, like never listen to... Never do, if you're, a, if you're a company, don't do game developer testimonials. We all know their shit. The hyperbole that comes out of them, don't, they don't build hype. It's just such obvious hyperbole we laugh at it. Uh, or cringe. It's mostly got cringe. teraflops. Yeah. As opposed to the Xbox One, which had a terrible flop. Oh. 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 Yeah, but like, I, I expected so much more backlash on it, but they, I will give them that they did a very good job of messaging in terms of like, making it very clear, like you can still play with your Xbox One that you already have. We're not taking mm-hmm. that away. This, you know, this is an extra thing. It shouldn't be replacing it and not making yeah. people be mad about that. That said, they did um, make the Xbox One S like look like a waste of money. Redundant. Yeah. Why would I wa- Why would I do that when I just wait for a better upgrade? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if, if you've got more money than, well, I, I won't say more money than cents. I mean, if you've just got a a lot of disposable income. Well, I mean, I not, would say you know, well, keep, uh, fuck my my yeah. income is visible. You know yeah. that I do well, and I'm thinking like you know because I'd probably have to buy it, but I'm like. No, I'm not going to... It's not a yeah. good investment well, for me, not with it, the Scorpio. Well, I guess the place it exists for is, do you want, like, around the same price as the current Xbox One, do you want one that is smaller? And do you not care about, like, waiting a year and a half to spend considerably more on a more expensive, more powerful thing? Like, if you're fine with the power of the current Xbox One and you don't currently own one, I can see why the Slim or the S might be a a nice proposition to have. But, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Sony missed an opportunity to play up some stuff after that announcement in their conference. Because, you know, when they were talking about PSVR, 
they kind of skimmed over this point, but they were like, you won't have to buy a new console to use our virtual reality system, which Microsoft confirmed you'll need to buy the Scorpio if you want to do VR. And it's like, that could have been another Sony mic drop moment of, hey, yeah. other people are making you buy a new console for VR. I think, Fuck I them, think they were, we're going... not making you do that. I think they were going for something different, like something very specific. I think they were really aiming for, we don't need a hardware announcement because we've got this much software. I think yeah, that was their general message. I, it was like, we don't need to, we don't need to one up the Scorpio because look yeah. at all these games. I, I think that was their plan. Yeah, I feel like not directly making a point about that, considering they kind of vaguely hinted at it. Was like. Just say the thing. Be like, hey, our competitors are making you buy a new box. We're not making you do that because we've got cool games on this box. And they're not I making think, you yeah. buy fucking Windows 10 exclusives, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so, shit that was. Every time I was getting a little bit excited by something I was seeing, someone yeah. in that press conference would say Windows 10 and I'd go... And I, I say that yeah. I say that someone with Windows 10. It's just, it's not very impressive. And... Microsoft's Windows 10 exclusive games run like shit and you can't improve them because they lock that shit down. So it's like yeah. the Windows 10 does nothing for me and anyone who has Windows 10, I think, knows what's up. Well, I agree yeah. with that, like, in principle. As someone that has Windows 10 and has... Had, I've been in that lucky percentage of people who've not had any problems with getting Windows 10 games to run properly, they've run, re, all run pretty well for me. The prospect of pretty much every Xbox One game coming to PC as well, and I can just play it. Basically, in my head, every time they said Windows 10 exclusive, I heard that as PC exclusive for all intents and purposes. And I'm like, yeah, that feels positive to me. As someone who's been lucky enough not to have a nightmare time with Windows 10 exclusive games, I might what regret did they have that down again? the line, but... I'm trying to remember what they had. Gears of War. They had God of War. Oh no, that was PlayStation. Had God of War. What else yeah. did they have? Uh, Killer. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it was Killer all the stuff. It was all the stuff that leaked in advance, wasn't it? They had Sea of Thieves. Was them? They had. Oh God! Um, the, the 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 banter on Sea of Thieves. Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they had Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah. They had Gears of War. Oh. I don't the remember screaming. what else. Face cam people. I honestly, like, I honestly, like, it wasn't a joke when I said it. It wasn't a joke when I said it on Twitter. It wasn't a joke when I said it on the Jim Pressions video after the conference. I did not take in a single thing that happened in that demo. I watched the thing. I watched from beginning to end. I watched that Sea of Thieves gameplay demo. I don't know what happened because the people they were using were that overwhelming and that distracting. Oh my that God, was such I, a I bad sales up. Yeah, that was such oh. a bad fucking move. Like mm. I do not know how that game plays but because even... I tried to watch it and I was too. I, my eyes were being drawn to that corner where people were gurning and screaming. It's the same like ever for like um the Ghost Recon game. It the game actually looks really fun, but people were too busy projectile vomiting out their ear holes <laughs> at the fucking Well banter. Ubisoft does this. I did an episode on this and people at the time said, Oh, this isn't a problem, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. But look where it's leading. It's this it's so disingenuous uh, mm. to script out microphone banter and blend it into the game to the point where you could almost think it was in-game dialogue. Because mm. they don't sound like they're on microphones. Yeah. That's professional studio recording. I saw someone on Twitter that was like halfway through. They were like, shit, that's... 
that's not I, I thought that was dialogue and I'm like no that's that's the mic trick and that's, you know, that's you know what the, the tactic you know what the biggest problem with that is I keep saying this if you want to have those things and you think they look, make your game look impressive put them in your game if you don't want to put them in your game then you shouldn't be showing them here like are they They're impressive so enough to have in the game if not just don't fucking show us them yeah, they're so distracting because you're you're so busy puking at them that you're just ignoring what sometimes are very fun looking games oh, being it's, displayed. It's, an, it's annoying trying to pick apart like how much of my like experience of this game is guided by these things being said that won't be in the game, and like how much is that influencing how I'm how I'm perceiving the flow of of the game. And that's a real issue to try and break separate those two things apart sometimes when watching those demos. So yeah, that's tough and difficult. Um, yeah. Um, have we got anything else that we're like eager to talk about? Um, I I was I had mixed thoughts about Dad of War. I thought the whoa uh, Jesus Christ, just a huge oh big God. thunder. Thunder went oh. off outside. Yeah, I thought there. someone. I thought someone knocked over like a rubbish bin. No, that was thunder. Uh, our wonderful Irish weather, but um, it like the one thing that got me about that was they seem to have completely, utterly changed what kind of a game it is. It's much more seems to be kind of like Rise, Son of Rome type, very cinematically scripted now. And I'm not sure if if they if they make that work, then great. But it definitely set off alarm bells in my head. I'm, it made me more interested because, like, I I really like the God of War games in general. Uh, mm. I have fun with them. I re- I loved the first one, uh, but the pulled out camera it always has always made me feel a little bit alienated. Uh, yeah. I'm a bigger fan of closer cameras, um, a and lot of over shoulder stuff or behind stuff. To be fair as well, after six games, that style was completely done to death. Yeah, uh, seven, yeah. actually. I think they even did seven God of War games. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lost count a long time ago. Um, yeah. So I am... It, it just... That, that Being up that up close, you can always make a heavier feeling game. A game yeah. that has a lot more impact because you're not yeah. like standing back from all of the combat. I, I, so I don't know if I'm alone in this, but the, the impression I got watching the, the footage for that was... Um, Kratos is gonna die really early in this game and be replaced by that kid. Like, maybe, maybe it'll yeah. be the end of the game, but I, th- I like it. It feels really obvious that this is the hey, Kratos is gonna train up the next person. Kratos dies. The new person will now be the god of war and kill the gods. Well, the <laughs> game is historically motivated by rage and anger and revenge. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> I, I Angry am... Joe was actually taking bets on whether or not the kid dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, that wouldn't surprise me either, to no, be honest. I, actually, yeah. that's uh, another Jimquisition topic. I've, I've got t- two scripts. Like I, ne- I usually write the script just before I film, but I've been inspired by the E3 stuff. So I've got one on mm. violence in games, so that'll upset people, mm-hmm. um, and one on the link thing, which will also upset people. I'm going to drink a lot of booze next week. I saw, um, yeah, I, I saw some people as well talking about their relationship and, and how it was like a toxic masculinity relationship and this shouldn't be promoted in games. And I was like, aren't to me they're kind of presenting this as a tragic thing that he can't yeah, it, communicate with his son properly. It is, and it is, I, I would agree that like from the, the tiny slice we've seen that it does look more like this is... It is a negative relationship, but it's not being portrayed as a positive thing. Yeah, like when he reaches his arm out as if he almost wants to give the son a hug and then he can't. 
I was yeah. like, holy shit, that's the most human moment I've ever probably seen from Kratos, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I find it very interesting. That's mm -hmm. I'll, I'll use that old get out. Um, I, I didn't... I, I do pick up that the relationship is, uh, you know, toxic, but I don't feel like the game is necessarily, at least yet, presenting that as good. Mm -hmm. um, so I... Mm -hmm. I I was troubled by what I saw, but I don't mean that as a negative. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, this is a, this is pretty fucked up, uh, and uh, but, but then I'm again, saying they that did, about they did, the, they did live in a time, and you know, our species did at one point have to train our children to sure, hunt sure. for food. Oh yeah, that's it's, it. I'm it's not just saying a thing the, that happened. <laughs> I'm not saying the game's fucked up. I'm yeah. saying the, the content that the game, the subject matter is fucked yeah. up. Um, He's a pretty which is not a fault dad. of the game. <laughs> um, so I am just, I really, I've, I've never been this interested in a God of War yeah. game before. Like, I, I had serious Last of Us vibes from that relationship between the two of them, where it's the, like, old grizzled person who is good at combat, who reluctantly has the, the kid they're trying to train to be able to hold their own, and the sort of adult and child road trip yeah. of murder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I think I if anything, that from this series, if yeah. if God of War like takes several pages out of The Last of Us's book, I would not be averse to it. Um, there was I, it, really those moments of quiet that you don't get in God of War games. Like there were these like real like reflective quiet moments all throughout that demo, and I'm like, this is this is a side of yeah. Kratos I really you, really want to see explored. It's it's yeah. careful, quiet, considered hunting with a single arrow against something that's not a huge monster. I'm like, that's. That's a moment of calm that allows you to like yeah. build back up to the hype and have it's, ups and downs. It's going to be interesting to see if he can redeem himself. I mean, because Kratos is pretty much the biggest cunt I've ever played as in a video game. How, how <laughs> he you, is an how, asshole. How do you go about redeeming yourself for killing After destroying all of the, the world. <laughs> Yeah. And, and causing the apocalypse. I was yeah. like, Daddy, tell me a story. Well, son, there was this one time your father caused an apocalypse because of a temper tantrum. I don't like that story. Tell me the one about you ripping Hermes' legs off again. Tell oh, me the one, one about when brighter. you killed mommy and your other child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers for God of War 1, by the way. I, God of War 1's been out long enough. Fuck it. It was the, it was the, it was the intro premise anyway. Yeah. 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 It's not necessarily a spoiler. Um, um, there, was, there was one game that seemed to take a lot from The Last of Us, and that was that new one, Days Gone, which... Yeah. Uh, Looked like it could go either way. The the big hordes of zombies looked interesting. That that could be a fun thing. It, but honestly, another zombie <laughs> game is very hard for me to get excited about. It is, but I like the whole um like um biker Middle America road trip, yeah. um like band of brothers, um like putting that kind of skin over a zombie story. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm up for that. It's not a thing I've you, really engaged with much. I tell you what I liked about the Day Zero thing. Zero days or what? Days okay. gone, I think. It was days gone. gone. I know what's calling it. Zero Is, days. I, think I wonder were they thinking dawn. meta with that? Uh... Yeah. Um, what I liked about Days Gone, um, you know, because it didn't immediately. I, I spent the whole demo waiting for like Joel or someone to end up at the oh, end. Oh, I know. Um, it was like, so. I was like, this is such a weird thing. Really, visually, it looked so similar to to even to Naughty Dog's engine. It looked very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I can only assume they ended it with that because I'd heard that a lot of the press conferences had been 
retooled following Orlando. So maybe yeah. they had something else that they've now kept in reserve. But either way, um, what I did like about it, what did stand out to me, was the, the actual zombies and the way they moved. Because even yeah. though the movie is a travesty to anyone who's read the book, um, the World War Z movie I enjoy a lot. Um, I love the book. I recognize the movie is completely different. But their zombies are terrifying. Yeah. They they are like a, like a tide. It's a tidal wave of flesh. And the zombies seem to act like that. Um, and there seems also game. to be some clever level design that allowed you to kite them around in, in smart yeah. ways. But one thing someone said to me, and again, this is why I was expecting a twist, was someone said, like... Um, how are that many zombies being rendered on screen? And I'm like, this isn't going to end with the Neo logo, is it? Yeah. And it no. didn't. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> this is this. You like, I feel like at the end, like um, Yoshida or someone should have just walked out and said that you're just getting a zombie game, okay? There's no twist. It's, it's Enjoy the zombie zombies. game. Yeah. Uh, Bend works really hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And of course, Spider-Man PS4. Hooray! Yeah. Spider-Man Not PS4. Lot, sorry, other than that, yeah. Rach just walked in and she was like shitting herself, walking home in the thunder. <laughs> She's like so oh, sc- wow. so scared of thunder and lightning. Oh. Poor thing. Oh. Um, but yeah, the the Spider-Man game that looks cool. Yeah, I, I want to play fun, that. Yeah. Um, Yuri Lowenthal playing Peter Parker. I'm a big fan of Yuri yeah. Lowenthal as a voice actor. Uh, oh, I have a story from E3. I have a story of a thing I did while I was here that I haven't talked about yet. Um, this is the story of how I accidentally almost got caught by David Cage complaining about his games. So after the Sony press conference, I went next door to where they had all of the PlayStation VR demos set up. And I was having a conversation with someone just got into a conversation about David Cage's previous games and their attitudes towards sexual assault towards female characters. And I'm there complaining about like, oh yeah, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really worried that when we start playing Detroit, like there's going to be this very predictable sexual assault scene at the beginning of Detroit. And then I get this tap on my shoulder and oh, David oh Cage is behind <laughs> me. And he I was goes, hoping that's where this was going. And he goes, oh, sorry, did, were you talking about Detroit? And He's only heard the word Detroit. He has not heard the conversation leading up to it. So I just turned completely about face and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to Detroit. Uh, Let's get a picture. And I got a picture with him. And instantly Twitter's question was like, how many emotions did he have? And I'm like, well, uh, he'd have had one very specific emotion if he'd have known the conversation he walked in on. So that was fun. So yeah, I had a conversation about David Cage having really weird attitudes towards women with David Cage stood right behind me. And thankfully, thank fuck he didn't hear what I was on about. Honestly, I've been considering um, returning to E3 next year. Considering. Yeah. um, Very lightly. Not, Not making any plans or anything. But the idea that I'd bump into David Cage and... However that meeting would go down, 
makes it all the more tempting. Like, I, 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 I'd be like a kid with a brand new toy at Christmas, like, where you just want to grab it and hold it and bite it and just, just get all up in it. <laughs> I would, I'd, he'd be stood in front of me and I could, I could give him anything. I could say <laughs> anything and I would probably just faint because I, I'd like, I, I, I get one chance at this. How uh, do I uh, fuck, uh, how do I fuck hello, around with hello, this? Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Um... I I am a big fan of uh, this is my French accent by the way. Um I am a big fan of the things you say about me. You you finally you understand my emotions, Jim. You understand me. I'm sorry. We're still on David Cage, we are. Yeah, still on David Cage. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd gone like jo- Jonathan Blow I'd, or no. I'd bump into him and then I'd just be like, oh, oh, oh I I never said anything that was no. someone my, else. My, did you look over there? And did you all see Jonathan Blow and not having a bust up on Twitter? I, yes, <laughs> I didn't. What happened? <laughs> oh, oh, they were just oh. like having little digs at each other. It was hilarious. Great. Um, how did it start? Hang on, I'm, I'm gonna look it up again. It was Jonathan Blow was giving out stink about all the violence in in games, and Notch was saying it's just because it's popular, not that uh, it's because. The, the people at these events make games that are popular, not like you'd know. <laughs> oh, it was such delicious, yeah, juicy it gossip. Was, uh, Jonathan Blow's tweet. The lesson of E3, game studios are working very hard to build fantasies about how cool it is to be a mass murderer. Um, mm. j- typical Blow. And then Notch decided to be typical Notch. Who came in with, yeah, that's backwards. The studio's big enough to be at E3 yeah. are the ones that make games people want, not that you know. So it's us consumers who want to play out power fantasies. Um, uh, the studios want to make money, but being edgy sure is cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. I love uh, game dev spats. They're so much fun. Yeah, like like just sitting back. Because it's especially fun for me as someone who used to, when I was a lot more hot-headed and a lot less... Uh, Clever. Uh, I used to get into Twitter spats all the time, and some of them would turn into big oh, controversies. And, did you see? And, I, you know, I did you see? I got got in one this week. I had a guy um, on um, some website write an article because I was happy that Gawker Media went bankrupt, and he was like this fucking turd, whoever he is, because he was like oh, listing yeah, out tweets. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that actually. Um, but yeah, I will say, like, as someone who has gone through said, said stupid shit on like beyond yeah, yeah. stupid shit on Twitter, we all have. Um, let's be fair, we've all yeah. said real stupid shit um, on Twitter, and been part of been something for the peanut gallery to look at. It, I do get a, and it's probably horrible on my part that whenever I see it happen now, I get an extra sense of joy of, at least it's not me. Of of just like this 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 isn't me. I can just sit back and look at this. Nothing. There's no blowback. I'm not getting covered in shit. So I do kind of enjoy watching these things sometimes, and it makes me like part when, of the problem when it's not super nasty because they were just yeah. Like, it felt to me like silly, playful digs in a playground rather than it really being... It was watching being... two grown men be a bit infantile. Yeah, because there was some really nasty stuff going around during E3, and that that's better to just ignore, I find, because that can get that you That stuff down. I but, avoided. Like, like but, I um, deliberately... Again, like I have my Twitter feed tailored to cut out a lot of that... Sh- a lot of the... the the nasty side of Twitter, which which is a big fucking side, um, so I generally avoid all that. But 
you know, sometimes I will just step out and just poke my head around the door when it's like, oh, Notch is uh, kicking <laughs> off again. <laughs> so I, 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 f- I felt very accomplished getting called a turd on, in an article. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I took a bit of umbrage with that article, actually. Yeah. Um, as you didn't make any points, who, really. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I, I don't care about Gorka as a company. I think I think they've done some, you know, hard to forgive shit, and mm. not just that, but they've been unapologetic about it. Through they're scum. Through. They're they're the son of the internet. <laughs> they are they are the son Daily Mail. They are tabloid trash. And it does um, suck for like there are some nice people at Kotaku, you know. Yeah, but I don't think fine. Kotaku are going to go under. I think they're fine. Oh, like, Kotaku's... I think most of the properties will be oh. just fine. Ziff Davis, if they are, if they do go through with that, will probably retain that. Yeah, um, and, like the brand won't go away regardless because like Kotaku UK is not owned by Gorka; they're owned by Future already. So like there will be bits of the brand that'll stay around regardless. Yeah, like I'm normally I would be um, a lot more sensitive to the employees, people affected. You know, I know people at Kotaku. I'm not super good friends with people at Kotaku, but you know, I mean, Patrick uh, Klepek and Jason Shear have both done stories on me before for Kotaku. Um, so I've gotten to know them a little bit. Uh, not well enough to, to, you know, I'm not getting invited to any birthday parties anytime soon. But I know people there, and I respect a fair few people there. Kotaku gets a lot of shit, and sometimes it's earned that shit. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's undeserved, and sometimes they do fantastic work. I, I respect Steve Totillo a lot, um, yeah. like that. And so that. normally I'd be a bit more, a bit less cavalier, but I'm certain they'll be fine. My issue is, is and, and again I should say like the the way Gorka was forced into bankruptcy by you know that guy bankrolling bankrolling Hogan and then finding a judge that would eventually take the. There's so much dodgy shit associated with it. But it does make anyone who's into like the idea of free speech and reporting and, and having the right to be a journalist should make you concerned. Um, however, I also don't feel it's fair for that article in particular to lump in everyone who celebrated Gorka's downfall. Uh, with he had me like underneath my love. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you know, like all, like people who were like people who are like professional twats. Um, mm. You know, some people were just saying, you know, we're taking it like hearing about the Daily Mail going down. You know, like if the Daily yeah. Mail went down, I would probably celebrate on some level because I think they're a, a harmful, toxic outlet, and I think mm. Gawker itself did things that were harmful and toxic. So yeah. it's it's one of those situations where it's like I'm not I'm not going to celebrate, but I'm not going to mourn and I will be concerned about the some of the nastier implications of how they were driven to bankruptcy. Um but at the same time I'm not going to just tar everyone with the same brush and I did find your inclusion in a list of um you know scumbags for celebrating um Gorka's demise because you're clearly some right wing zealot. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was a not not the most responsible of. That's of the funny articles. thing. He didn't he didn't even any make any reasons as to why people. He just was his reasoning was this guy. That's all he yeah. would say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. If you're <laughs> celebrating the demise, you're associating with this guy. 
this yeah. turd, this prick. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, some of the people were bad I think pricks. Jeff, um, and it's like when you're pointing at, at Gavin Dunn and saying, yeah. oh, you're associating with him. It's like, well, yeah. I associate with him. I mean, I, I associate with him for like Did you see our Twitter two spot? hours a week. It's, Did you uh, see this no. Twitter spot? Well, I said to him, um, I, I, I wouldn't usually do this, but I was kind of like, I'm going to do it just this once because it's so funny. I said, thanks Treat for the yourself. mention in your article. Um, you sound like a very angry young man. I hope you uh, cheer up soon and put his name at the end so that my followers saw it. I don't usually do that, but just as he called me a turd in an article, you know, and uh, See, he wrote, you, you, you felt like wrote, a treat. You treat yourself. <laughs> he wrote back and said, thanks for calling me young. And I responded with no problem. Uh, there, I just figured there was no way a grown adult could have written that article. <laughs> nice. Oh, there we go. Oh, we haven't talked about the other thing that Jim wants to talk about this week. Berserk Dynasty oh, yeah. Warriors. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Um, I've only very lightly gotten in. I, I'm trying to get into Berserk as a manga, as an anime, um, because... Is it, this it, the very, thing that's apparently very influential on Dark Souls? Or exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, yes. That's the reason I've been trying to get into it, is because I heard that so much so much influence um you know it has so much influence over dark souls and i've i've read volume one of the manga and really enjoyed it it's uh, very punchy um very very fun you know it's as dark and and brutal as it is it's got a kind of sense of of morbid fun um and i i just now ordered volume two uh, volume three for some reason is really really expensive and then it gets cheap again uh, apparently volume three is just really sought after and i've there's like so many different animes and movies of it it's like i don't know where to start if someone if someone listening could just like maybe on our course or in email or something just like tell me what ones i need that will mm. get me like the most clued in for the the for uh, the, the, the dynasty warriors if you game. remind me like um in a day or two when i'm back in the uk i will do that mm-hmm. for you because i've come oh, in, okay i've come into this from completely the opposite direction i love berserk oh, i am cool. i'm like i'm very so-so on dynasty warriors games i tend to only really get into them when there's a specific brand attached like hyrule warriors where i get really in, involved yeah. in sort of the the fan service type stuff that they do and i really like berserk and I'm really into the fact that, like, oh, a nice big hack and slash where I can be characters from Berserk and murder a bunch of people. This sounds great. Awesome. I did not know that because um, I saw you because I listed it and said this will probably just be for me to talk about. And then like, you no, said, like, oh, no, no, you <laughs> did not know you're a big Berserk fan. So, yeah, yeah. If, if you can give me just a primer because because I, I don't play the One Piece Dynasty Warriors games, the One Piece Maso, because I don't know One Piece. If I don't know the backing i can't enjoy it as much it's i like the fist of the north star one they did because i knew the characters if i don't know the characters or i need at least a bit of background um and right now i feel like only reading volume one i'm nowhere near prepared to enjoy berserk as much as i should and i really want to enjoy this because just from what i have read of berserk i am excited about this regarding your um your your or misguided love for Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> when I was watching uh, For Honor at E3, I was like, this, I think, looks like kind of Jim's cup of tea. Did you see that demo? I did. Mm. I watched... Um, it was hard to concentrate after watching, once again, the Pirate King on stage. Oh, doing he's his so awesome. For Honor. He is 
consummate showman. Like he's a fucking wildling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Mixed he comes out with his cane, just fur on her. He's so roaring awesome. at the audience. <laughs> the gravitas. I want to drink. Blessed of game development. I want to drink tankards of mead with that man. I reckon that is the mm. only way he drinks. Um, yeah. you, you give him a wine glass and he'll, he'll smash it and stab you with it. He'll um, ease but it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I saw For Honor um, a little... I'm, I, I'm, I'm undecided, uh, but I like the promise of it. Um, it does look very Dynasty Warriors with those big battles. Also has a lot of uh, Rise, Son of Rome to it. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome was... Not very okay. good. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it was it's okay. It wasn't as though, bad as people said, but... It's interesting they seem to show something resembling a campaign because I, I believe last year, correct me if I'm wrong here, but they said it was going to be a multiplayer only. I think that's what the the situation seems to be, that it was designed as multiplayer only, and then maybe they... Maybe they saw what happened to some other multiplayer only games and was yeah. like, "Let's put a campaign in." Um, so oh, yeah, like I am fall as well. Sorry, I keep changing the topic, but there's just so I, many fucking things. It, it is a lot to get through. Every time you um, mention something, it makes me think of something <laughs> else. Yeah, but okay. Short story. Um, For Honor definitely has my attention. First of all, it's an Ubisoft that doesn't look like all the other Ubisoft games they normally show. So on that alone, it's got my attention. It was um, uh, another thing. Before we move on, yeah, uh, just a couple more Reaper names for you. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we've got Knight of Pain, and that's Knight as a K N I, um, you know, Knight of Pain. Oh. We've got I Punt Babies. <laughs> <laughs> that is we've amazing. We've got Eyes of Devil, which is a, that's a very Reaper name. I and Punt Babies. And we've got Pure Tits. So moving on. Yeah. <laughs> is punt? Do, do people in America use the word punt? Because I always thought that was kind of a European rugby term. Uh, I, I certainly believe it's gotten more popular if it if it yeah. wasn't because it, it wasn't it's a word that you might very easily um, mistake the meaning of and think it meant something very bad that it didn't yeah. mean. It's very I mean, easy it to miss here. I, punting babies isn't exactly good either, but mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Okay, I was going to drip feed these throughout the, sh- the show, but I, I do have to just give one more murder boat. That, I, I meant to say one more Reaper name, and then I just gave away the name instead because I was reading it. But no, Murder Boner. Murder Boner. Oh, murder Boner. Murder Boner, yeah. yeah. Which now I'm, now I'm tempted, like I can't choose between Link's Jizz Anima or just Murder Boner for show title. Do you know what's funny is with a lot of these folks is that like, the whole idea of Reaper in the game is very kind of tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, like I, I actually like playing him um, because I have that love for um, uh, cheesy nineties Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld edginess. Mm. Um, we're actually planning a potential Vampire the Masquerade <gasps> campaign oh. soon, and I'm planning on playing Re- like a guy who is basically Reaper. I'm giving him twin desert eagles, and he's gonna wear all black, and he's just gonna he's got a dead girlfriend, and he lays a rose in her honor at the sight and of he, every kill. He plays you know. guitar. He plays guitar on the roof of the building and keeps everyone in the neighborhood awake because he's a. Selfish prick. 
Mm-hmm. Couldn't they call him something like a Zazel or something like that? Um, so I'm, I'm really demon in denial. He's gonna, he's gonna have his own one. theme song that Robert Smith wrote for him. <laughs> so yeah, like I love, I do love Reaper. Um, not for the reasons I think most of the people. I don't think for the same reason Murder Boner loves Reaper. Um, but I enjoy that. It's just I made the point that Overwatch is such a bright, colourful game. And to the point that even their dark edgy character is cartoony Fun. Yeah. in his eyes. I, I seriously life. have to give Overwatch so much so many props because you guys know how I feel about competitive multiplayer games. They just yeah, don't yeah. do it for me. And I've I played that game for three hours last night and did not stop having fun at all. It, it is so well designed. Even for people who are awful at video games, you can still have mm-hmm. fun in that game. Just play as um, what's the dude with the hook and the pig? Um, oh, Roadhog. Roadhog, yeah. He's so easy to play as. You just hook someone and, and shotgun them in the face. <laughs> He's like Torbjorn is who you really want to play if you're shit. Like, I played... Oh, really? I've been avoiding him, but we were on um, Temple of Anubis Defense and no one was picking anything useful. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give Torbjorn a go. Mm. No sooner had the game begun than I was getting, you know, double kill, triple kill. Wow. Just... Just from setting up a turret and hammering it and letting it go. Fucking turrets. That's why I, 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 I will not let go they of They are the worst turrets. thing in the game, but to be Jim, honest with you, so from balanced. my point of view. They're so balanced, Jim. E- so even cool. even like, like the, the Indian lady with her kind of turret things. I was, against a team, I was against a team last night that had two bastions and they had two of her and the, they had all the things set up in in rooms so that when you walked through the room I mean it was yeah. you know it was clever but you can see I that mean, getting like, old I, d- I don't mind Symmetra as much if, if mm. only for the fact that I do play her um, but she it's not like she's fucking because the thing with Torbjorn and Bastion is they've also just got like really good guns they've got really Bastion has the health of a tank mm. a great ultimate a decent uh, weapon just for normal use. The he doesn't turret, really have like, any any weak points, does he? Yeah, well, he's got he's got a weak point on his back, and if you're Genji, if you're good with Genji, you can get in there, and if you're Roadhog, you could hook him. But for the most oh, part, oh, I was like, so happy when I discovered you could do that with Roadhog. Yeah. It's really like, satisfying I've, getting him I've, out of that. I've learned how to deal with Bastion. I take great mm. pleasure in seeking out Bastions and killing them, but. They still like the the fact they're a defense class character, but have the like uh, they have offense capabilities better than a lot of offense characters. Tank abilities, <clears throat> he could self heal way better than Roadhog, and self healing is like half of Roadhog's bag. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous. And Torbjorn, to, with as powerful as his turret is, he should have a gun like fucking Mercy's. So anyway. Anyway, that's not E three stuff. So it's <laughs> stuff, but um, I will just give you a. few It is, however, names. the biggest game in the world at, at the yeah. moment. They they said that they've had ten million players log in. It's, that's nuts. That, but that's I'll give you a few crazy. Reaper names before we before we move on. I kill hobo sixty nine. Um, does Christ. he does, does he kill them for sixty nineing or does he kill them while sixty nineing? <laughs> Or has he killed 69 of them? Or, oh. or is this, again, the 69th Hobo murder? Or he kills them. Yeah. He kills them and then 69s with them. 
Exactly. These, these are all There's very a lot possible of questions. things. There's a lot of ambiguity in these names. For someone who's probably 12, they've given us a lot of philosophical questions. <laughs> uh, followed by, and this is a classic, Dark Angel 69. There we go. <laughs> Um, uh, Pussy Slayer With uh, the A at you know what I, number 4 Pussy you, you Slayer You know what I hear when I hear Dark Angel 69 though I just think of some cute little goth In her room Like just like <laughs> yeah I love this character <laughs> Yep uh, Mr. Anal Terror That's one They got 17 <laughs> kills uh, You're, you're pronouncing that wrong It's Mr. Anal Terror It's like some obscure <laughs> word you've not heard of It's Mr. Anal Terror Moranal Terror. Yeah, it's not Mr. Anal Terror. How dare you suggest such a lewd reading? And then I'll this one last one to wrap it up, and one that I think possibly anyone this one represents I think the people who do take um, Reaper seriously. Mini penis. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem like a thing you would want to uh, be proud of and put you know it as what? your name. Own it. Own it. If, I, if that's what you're rocking, live live with it and own it. I, Someone will be fine with it. I suppose so. <laughs> so there we are. I'm going to close that now, so no more reboots. No, no more of those. Um, the Last Guardian got a release date for like October this year worldwide, oh, yeah. but it's not yeah. it's not playable on the show floor at E3, which leads me to think like, uh, <laughs> and a lot of people. It. A lot of people were very obsessed with uh, the graphics in Last Guardian. I'm, I'm not like, too worried. Honestly, about... I, it's not going to. The art yeah. style is so pretty that it didn't bother me that it wasn't the highest yeah. um, quality looking thing. That, that doesn't bother me. I'm glad that it has a worldwide 2016 release date. Yeah. It's one of those that I'm like, that's so close. Not having it at the show feels weird. Y- you know what worries me about that game, though? What? Um, what, what? Maybe you guys will disagree, but when I go back now and play Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, they were very much of a certain generation, and the controls are so fiddly and and very dated now. I think they've dated very badly. Mm. Uh, but this game well, started development like... in that generation, and I worry that it's going to be a little bit of a frustrating Possibly. game to play at times. I mean, I didn't like Ico back in the day, so... And I realised oh, wow. that that That's is a heresy. rarity. <laughs> I know. I actually once wrote what I, th- I I wrote a very heartfelt article once that uh, about it, where it's like I I wish I could. Like yeah. everyone loves these games. Like, Honestly, Jim, that, that's and, and I wish I could love them too. That's how I felt about Shadow of the Colossus. So I'm with you there. I never felt that way about either of them, but um, what were you you were saying about the controls being iffy has just reminded me of something on a bit of a tangent. Zelda Wii U's controls, there is a one really weird control thing that I do not like. Um, The B button is your sprint, and the X button is jump. If you want to sprint into a leap, you have to stretch your thumb weirdly across two buttons that aren't next to each other, they're above each other. Why? Why, why, why? So yeah, basically, like... they took they took the fucking awful jumping mechanic from Dark Souls and somehow made it worse. They somehow made <laughs> it more like more awkward to do and just as bad as Dark Souls. So yeah, that's the thing I have to mention. Please change the button layout or have it configurable in some way so I don't have to run and jump that way. You have to do the claw. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've really like said enough of this yet. Norman Reedus has a really great butt, by the way. 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. His, yeah. his butt, Norman like, Reedus. Do we do we do you, we have he, any clue what to make of that fucking trailer? Well, do we have confirmation he breathes through his skin? That's what I want to know. It has mm-hmm. not yet been confirmed if he breathes through. His I did skin. like that. Some of the some of the old third party individuals were um, like, "See, Norman Reedus has an ass," <laughs> so that shuts yeah. up all your arguments about quiet. Oh, I did see oh. a really hilarious tweet though about uh, when you find when you see the reason Norman Reedus has his bare arse out, you will all be ashamed <laughs> of your words and deeds. <laughs> um, I can't remember who made it, but it was very funny. Um, Nintendo apparently, while we're recording this, just announced a new IP. What? Uh, I'm trying to what? find. I'm trying to find the post. It's just turned up in my work emails. Nintendo. Um. Oh, something about Oasis is in the title. Uh, can I find this in the news very quickly? Oh Have they bought Beyond Oasis? Oh, no, Ever Oasis. Oh. Uh, I would I fucking love a fighting game yeah. where it's like Noel, Noel versus Liam, and you beat the shit Ever-O-A- out of each yeah. other. It looks very anime. Uh, I'm trying to learn A new IP, Ever Oasis, from developer Grezzo, primarily known for the 3DS Zelda ports and The Legend of Legacy. The creative lead, Koichi Ishii, sorry if I've mispronounced that, worked on early Final Fantasy games, designed the Moogles and Chocobos, designed the Job Class system, and worked on the Mana series. Looks like an action RPG, apparently, with ally switching and exploration. So oh, it's, it's for 3DS. That's got a really bloody cute art style. Yeah, that's... There. I am yeah, cool. excited about that. That that seems cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know what to make of that. That uh, what's that game even called? I keep forgetting. Uh, Death Stranding trailer. Death that's Stranding. Really, um, Dead really Stranding. Bad name. Yeah, really it's a very Kojima name. name though. It's a very mm. co- it's very Guns of the Patriots. I've, all that kind of weird I, shit. I've seen one interesting theory about the game, which I don't honestly believe will happen, particularly because it's from a Japanese uh, Japanese creator. But I've seen the theory that, like, you know, he's cradling a baby and there is scars across his lower abdomen. Mm. I've seen uh-huh. theories that Norman Reedus is playing a trans man, and that is his. That was his biological child. I'm like. That's interesting. Don't know if it's going to go that way, but like... I, I, I don't can, know if I Kojima can, no. would go there. I don't there, think but... Kojima would go there, but what I think is interesting about that is people are grasping at anything right now because that trailer means fucking nothing. It's yeah, Norman yeah. Reedus holding a baby and then the it's... baby's dead and then there's oil hands on the floor. Jurex ad, guys, I'm telling whales. you. Fucking Jurex ad. I'm <laughs> sad, I bet you. Crabs oh. everywhere, babies, fucking, you know, all the yeah. consequences of not practicing safe sex when when you saw uh, norman Reedus in the trailer did either of you a assume it was going to be um pt somehow or silent hills yeah i thought it was going to be silent hills yeah and then b start looking for del toro's name on that like card at the end of who was who was involved because <laughs> yeah. i did that straight away i was like right he's got norman Reedus. has he got del toro on board i actually i i didn't take it that way i'm not, I'm not saying that's a try and be no, different no, no, or anything cool. like I, it just like briefly like when i saw it it my first thought wasn't is this pt is this a silent hill thing or is this them trying to do a their their own original ip version are they of trying that? to do quiet just, mountain yeah my first thought was just the son of a bitch he <laughs> picked up Rita's and they are mm. just flipping Konami off. Like, and like they I figured a it was a new game. Instagram but... Yes, yes, yes. He put up a, a mug where he was drinking from a Konami Konami Tears mug. Yeah, 
Uh huh. Which um, no Jim's, man, like, Jim's like, fuck Konami hashtag had a nice little boost during that moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm um I've got fucking army news for the next Jimquisition. Like <laughs> even if it was photoshopped, the fact Norman Reedus retweeted it, like it's clear where the attitude is from those people involved. Mm. Um and I just like the idea that Norman Reedus uh, may have some animosity towards Konami himself. It's it's just I heard a rumour, and it is just a rumour. But the orchestra in the PS4 auditorium mm. um, that was playing, you know, the God of War thing at the beginning and playing some of the intros for people on stage, there was a rumour that members of that orchestra were chanting fuck Konami during that um, presentation. I was in that room and I was pretty sure I heard it happening. So I will, I will say, like, I think it happened. I I mean, the, the sense of personal pride as as the... As the guy who, you know, came up with the whole fuck Konami thing, if that was true. I believe uh, I believe I heard someone I can't say if it was the orchestra. I heard someone saying it. That that would so, be glorious. Someone it's like, in that room was chanting. I don't I don't consider myself like like you know, I'm not like Yahtzee who coined whole phrases and things. Um so the idea is that the I might have done that, like where it's that ubiquitous, it makes me it's this is humble bragging, really. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to express the elation of, of, of the surprised elation of how that caught on. And That's good. It's fine, Jim. You enjoy this. <laughs> and the vindication. Well, and yeah, the vindication as well as someone who mm. pointed out a lot of Konami's flaws and had Konami directly try and fuck me over because of it. Um, it's just nice. It's yeah, nice. that that is a nice feeling to have, I imagine. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, is that is this a good place for us to wrap up? Because we've been going for a while, haven't we? We've been yeah, going nearly two been, hours. Yeah, like and I know you've got a show floor now. to get to. Uh, I might just fuck the show floor today. I've got a few things in the end of the day I might go to, but I'm just like, eh, can I be bothered today? Yeah, it's been more than that was weeks. always my approach. That was my approach to E3 show floor stuff. Was like, yeah, I could rush to get some stuff. I could stand in line for stuff, but you know, it's coming out. Yeah, like, like I will play it, and and this moment now will have meant nothing. It feels like you know? it feels like a waste considering I've flown out. But there is the bit of me that's just like. After the week I've had here so far, I might just have a nice quiet morning in my apartment and not bother with the crazy yeah, show floor for I've, a few hours. After after the stuff you've you've been telling us, I wouldn't blame you. And for the record, um, I mean, it should go without saying, but I'm, I'll say it anyway. Like, I'm very glad you didn't get kidnapped. Yeah, I'm, so am I. I'm, I'm really. I'm I'm relieved and, and, and happy, you know, as as a friend, like I'm just. I'm glad that I am alive and still able to do lovely, lovely work for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm just I'm I'm so relieved I'm, that, I'm, that that didn't go I'm, bad. I'm I'm crossing my fingers and taking this the way a few people have told me to take it, which is you're getting all of the bad luck now, so that for the next <laughs> three months or so while you're doing recovery and you're not d- feeling your best, you're just going to have really good luck during that time. I'm like, yeah, I, I can live with that. <sighs> Again, let's get all of the bad luck yeah. out the way now. Yeah. I hope I hope whoever that driver was gets what's fucking coming. The, to the processes like was... have been put in motion for that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'm. Um, yeah, that wasn't me like 
telling you to report him or anything because I know people get up can get up a tea and be like, you should do this, you should go to the law for this. It's just um, that was just an express of hope that whoever that prick was, like he yeah. clearly deserves a sorting out. Yeah, I'm doing my best to deal with it. <laughs> <clears throat> right, you go go fucking get him and uh, go 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 get E3, and I wish you the. Wish you luck for the rest of the show, and thank, thank hope it hope it turns out well, and 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 the net, the net result turns out. Oh, to it, it will be it will be a net positive at the very least. I'm gonna go track down Michelle Ancel at some point before this week is out, and I'm going to go personally shake him and ask him where the fuck Beyond Good and Evil Two <laughs> is, because apparently I I tried to go and interview him at the end of the Ubisoft conference, and he'd run away already. Um, but the the fucker did an interview with someone in which he was like, "Oh yeah, we're still working on it," and I'm like, "Fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> so I'm gonna go find him and be like, Sh- "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try." Like, ideally, what I want to do if I can track him down is ask him on camera, "Am I an idiot for still believing in Beyond Good and Evil Two happening? <laughs> Am I an idiot for believing you?" And see what happens. So I'm gonna get that done this week, hopefully. <laughs> Fucking track, yeah. track the fucker down. I wish you luck. Um, so yeah, uh, where where can we see a E three coverage? Where if we're doing the 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 ending thing? Oh, doing the ending thing. You can find everything I do at Laura K Buzz on Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, which pays the bills, etc. E3 coverage, some of it's going up on laurakbuzz.com, some of it's going up on Destructoid, all of it will be linked to from Twitter, so Laura K. Buzz mm-hmm. on Twitter, you'll find everything there. Okay, okay. And Gavin? Merry if you could regale us with your... Oh, okay. Just oh, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle of Sound on Twitter, Miracle of Sound on YouTube, come listen to my songs. Okay. It's just been brief and this week because I, I really yeah, have to yeah, piss yeah. and we haven't talked about any sports games, so I haven't had the opportunity to piss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'll keep it short and sweet then. Thank you for listening, as always. Thank you all for anybody who um, contributes to the Patreon and uh, has, has kept this show going and, and everything else uh, under the Jimquisition umbrella going. Um, hope you all in, in find, found things to enjoy with E3. Got a Kirby Robo Planet Robotron review coming coming up soon and there's a mighty number nine gameplay video on oh, the YouTube channel. Oh yeah, right I now. had my code for that come through this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a platformer. <laughs> it is. And, and 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 thanks to everyone for having so much fun with us on Twitter this week cuz yes. it was a lot of fun. Oh, and I know I did yeah, notice a lot fun. of um a lot of the tweets I got in response had both of you linked in, which obviously led me to believe we've a lot of Podquisition listeners following the events on Twitter going on. So that was really yeah. Was like really we had some nice really thank yous nice. this morning of people from who were like, "Oh, I couldn't watch the conferences, but I followed you three along on Twitter." So glad we could help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it it's always a pleasure. Like that's my favorite part of any, even when I'm there, even when I've been there. My favorite part of E three has been. The big Twitter riff tracks that goes on. Um, so that's been good. And that's that. Business as usual next week. Uh, we'll be discussing, you know, bits of fallout from the events of, of E3. Uh, I've certainly got two Jimquisitions queued up that'll piss people off. So if anyone wants to have my back next week, that'd be nice. Uh, until then, though, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.